0: This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. Welcome to Socially Supportive, where you'll hear the hottest insights and discover cutting-edge technology as we take you behind the scenes with the latest authors, top executives, and industry thought leaders. This is Customer Care the Social Way with your host, Frankie Soche. Episode 177 of the Socially Supportive podcast is brought to you by... Bluehost. The best web hosting for just $3.95 a month, Bluehost is the number one recommended web hosting service by WordPress.org. Every account features one-click WordPress installation. Plus, Bluehost's trained in-house experts are there to help 24-7. Their robust help center includes guides, video tutorials, and more. You can try them and love them, or get a refund within 30 days of signing up. Your satisfaction is their top priority and they're confident you'll be pleased with their services. So head on over to sociallysupportive.com and click the Bluehost picture today for more information. Hello, Social Pack! Welcome to this week where we are talking about happy customers all this week. I am bringing to you all of the best episodes that we have talked about happy customers how to measure what they want, how to give them what they want, and how to help your agents make sure that they are well prepared to give your customers what it is that they're looking for on social media. You know, one of the most frequent questions that I'm asked by clients, by colleagues, by anybody who's trying to deliver digital and social customer care out there on the World Wide Web is, what is it exactly that customers want? how are you supposed to deliver that to them? And many of the answers that you need have been discussed on this podcast. So what I've done for you this week is because we're busy, I know you're busy. I know I'm busy too. I want to make sure that you have got all of the information that you need right at your fingertips. So I don't want you to have to go scrolling back through episodes. So I have curated for you the top episodes to talk to you about what makes customers happy and how you go about making sure you're doing the right things to make your customers happy, to measure and make sure that that is actually working for you, and to give your customer service agents the tools they need to deliver the best customer service on digital and social channels. So grab your cup of coffee, sit back, relax, unless you're driving, don't relax if you're driving, pay attention if you're driving. But here we go, this whole week is all about how to make your customers happy. And even if you've heard the episodes before, make sure you give them another listen because you're gonna hear something that you didn't catch the first time, I guarantee it. Here we go. Today's inspiration comes to us from Francois de la Rochefoucauld. I hope I said that right. And he said, to listen closely and reply well is the highest perfection we are able to attain in the art of conversation. So true. And our book of the day is just like yesterday by Shep Hyken, but this is a different book of his. Be Amazing or Go Home, Seven Customer Service Habits That Create Confidence With Everyone. All right, what are we talking about today? Well, hopefully you heard yesterday's episode 76, what customers want, because that is a really good foundation and precursor to what we are talking about today. As a matter of fact, I would really like for you if you did not hear yesterday's episode to press stop and go listen to yesterday's episode because what I'm going to tell you now is very helpful. But if you didn't hear yesterday's episode, you won't know why I'm saying these things. So what are we talking about? Today, I am going to give you what everybody always asks me, I'm giving you nine great social media responses. Everybody who talks to me and finds out what I do on social customer care asks me, what are you supposed to say when you respond to customers? I don't know what to say. I feel uncomfortable because I don't know what to say. Here are things that you can say. And as we talked about yesterday, and I'm so glad that you pressed stop and went back to listen to yesterday's episode if you haven't already, the most important thing that we can do is help customers not be afraid that they made the wrong choice in going with our company and help them feel comfortable and not afraid that we're leaving them out there hanging to dry on their own that our company was the right choice for them to pick. And we know that because we are confident that our company is going to do the right thing and get things sorted out. Now, it's important to point out that this does not mean that you need to give away the farm. It does not mean that the customer is in fact always right about everything and that you just need to give everything away. Most of our companies are not not for profit companies. That's a double negative. But you know what I mean, companies exist so that they can deliver hopefully great products and services to customers who will benefit from them. And then the company in exchange makes a profit. It's a double benefit situation. Everybody's benefiting in this situation. So that being the case, we do need to make sure that if a customer is asking us for something that we should not be giving to them, if they're taking advantage of us, we don't want to let that happen. That is not what this episode is about. But most of the customers that we deal with, we are going to assume are not trying to take advantage of us or get something for free that they're not entitled to. Most of the customers we deal with that are angry and frustrated and upset on social media feel that way because they feel like they are in danger of being injured in some way. On yesterday's episode, we defined being injured as wasting their time, effort and money in a situation where they felt they shouldn't have to be doling out their time, effort and money. So this helps us understand the mindset of someone who is upset and coming to us on social media seeking some sort of restitution. And if you have ever talked to lawyers or someone in a legal profession, sometimes they refer to it as making the customer whole, trying to make the customer whole again. And what this means is that once there has been some sort of injury or perceived injury, what you're trying to do is to make that person whole again, whatever was taken away from them, you want to make sure that they feel as though they got that back. And if you're doing a great job, you make them feel like they got that back and so much more. That's the magic that we talk about, about raising NPS scores higher than they ever were before you had a problem because you've shown such great customer service. And do you know why that works? I didn't even talk about this on yesterday's episode. The reason why that works is because before there was any sort of issue, the customer didn't know whether you would be there to stand by them and support them. Once there's an issue and you've shown the customer that you will be by them And support them and do the right thing, then that customer has even more faith in the fact that they've selected your company. So, anyway, that's the background that you need. Still go back and listen to yesterday's episode, which was episode 76 What Customers Want. But now that we have all that background, here are nine great social media responses. That you can use to take your customer from a position of feeling injured, feeling like they're wasting their time, money, and effort, and also feeling as though they've made the wrong choice in going with your company. Here are some phrases that you can use, and by all means, share these with your agents, talk about them, change them around to fit your brand voice, but these are thought starters to get you started. Number one of nine great social media responses. That's not the experience we want you to have. You're like, what's so great about that? Here's what's great about that. If anyone has ever done you wrong, if you perceive that someone has done you wrong, it's easy in the human psyche to assume that that person did it on purpose, or they meant it. And then they weave that into their understanding of how things are going to go. So when you've got something that happens, like if you're a national chewing gum company, and the customer opened a package of gum, and there were only four pieces of gum in there instead of five, the customer might interpret that as this company is trying to swindle me, they're trying to get one over on me, and they're associating intent on the part of the company that is nefarious, that is negative and trying to do them wrong. People do this without even thinking about it. Letting the customer know, as soon as they tell you that they've experienced something they were not expecting that violated their expectations, if you immediately say, that's not the experience we want you to have, that reframes the whole situation where the customer then goes, Oh, maybe they're not doing it on purpose. Maybe it was some sort of accident. It disarms the situation just enough where the customer starts to think, oh, they're not doing this to me on purpose. Well, let's see how they handle it from here. Notice that I didn't say, I'm sorry. You'll notice that in these nine responses I'm going to give you, nowhere is the phrase, I'm sorry. That's on purpose because you want to let the customer know that that's not the experience you want them to have, but then you're going to get into later whether there's a reason to apologize or not. We don't want to over-apologize. It becomes trite, and you're not even sure as a company if there's something to be sorry for yet. Later on, maybe you can say that you're sorry that they've had this experience, but maybe you're not sorry because you haven't done anything wrong. That's important. All right, number two of nine responses. You've come to the right place. What? What? Why do we say this, you've come to the right place? See, if you've been in customer service a long time, some of these phrases seem like they're unnecessary or redundant, or maybe they're just padding. They're not. There's a reason that we want to tell this to the customer. It neutralizes the customer's fear that you are going to be unhelpful or make things worse. This also confirms to the customer that you're not going to laugh at them or belittle them or say that their concern is unnecessary or insignificant because don't you as a customer sometimes when you call somebody up, you're afraid that they're going to belittle you or say that that's how the experience was supposed to be or something like that. When you just say you've come to the right place, that helps them. You know what else helps them is the third of nine great social media responses let me get to the bottom of this for you. Remember when we said don't automatically say that you're sorry? You're definitely wanting to help them and you want to understand what happened that caused the customer to be dissatisfied with their experience. So when you just say, let me get to the bottom of this for you, it's also an implied request for permission, requesting permission to provide assistance in an authoritative way. Reassures the customer. You don't ask, Can I help you? Will you let me help you? Just say, Let me get to the bottom of this for you. It helps them feel as though somebody's going to take over, which is what your company should do take over, take charge, and run this investigation, run this process for them. The fourth of nine great responses that you can use is Are you still having trouble? This one is very helpful. And I'll say this as I'm telling you all of these things, You don't want to stack all nine of these responses copy paste in every response that you have. You're using these individually in the appropriate situation. So this is why I'm telling you what the purpose of each one of these responses is for. Stacking too many responses feels insincere and trite. So you don't want to do that. Make sure that you're using these individually. All right, are you still having trouble is number four. This response is really helpful if you have some sort of outage or a large volume incident where it's been a while since you've been able to get to the customer and ask them about their trouble. So if it's a later response, do reach out. And the first thing that you can say to them is, are you still having trouble? this does a couple of things. Number one, it validates that you haven't forgotten about them or decided that you don't care about them. Number two, it also helps you to thin volume strategically because if the customer doesn't respond to your question, are you still having trouble, then you know that you don't need to get back engaged with them, but you've reached out and made a touch point. Or if they reach back out and say, no, I'm good now, then that lets them know that you care about them and that you're trying to get something done. The fifth of nine responses that are great social media responses is, thanks for letting us know about this. And you're like, why would that be great? Here's why it's great. The reason that it's great is because you want a customer to know when they call up and they report something that has not gone correctly, You ever get that agent that you're talking to where the agent sounds all put out and discombobulated and acts like you're the problem for reporting a problem that their company has created? You want to use this as an opportunity to let the customer know again, that's not the experience that they want you to have. And you're so sure of that, that you're thanking them for bringing it to your attention so that you can correct it, right? This is important to say. And the sixth of nine responses is, we want you to be happy with your product or service. Remember when we talked about the person who was upset because they only got four out of five pieces of the chewing gum that they were supposed to get, and the customer assumed that the company was trying to pull a fast one or get over on them or give less than they were promised? Well, that's what number six is about. It reinforces the fact that your company wants their customers to be happy with the product or service. They don't want to just deliver the bare minimum or cheat the customer a little bit. Your company wants to give what was promised and then wants the customer to be happy so that they'll return. This is important reinforcement of brand values and brand promises with customers. Number seven of nine is you answer the customer's question first. And then say, and here's a link with more information and provide the customer additional details. What's this about? Why is this in here? It's in here because if you visit your social properties, which on episode 27, visit your social properties daily, I encourage you to go and do this And it's so important it's got its own episode. The reason it's so important is because when you look at what your company looks like from the position of a customer from your Facebook page or your Twitter handle, what you can see is that it can feel very sterile, cold, robotic, and very much like an old representation of what customer service used to be. Not a lot of engagement, not a lot of caring and feeling. So one of the things that you can do that shows that you're going the extra mile and you really care about your customer service and your customer experience is provide that extra level of service. So if a customer asks you, we've used the Zorbital in your gum example on the National Chewing Gum Company example. If a customer comes to you and says, hey, is there Zorbital in your chewing gum in the latest winterberry flavor of gum, then what you can do is First, answer the question. You don't want to just, you know, brush them aside and tell them to go look up the answer somewhere else. You're there to serve and you want to convey that you're happy to serve. So you say yes. As a matter of fact, we do use Zorbital in our new Winterberry flavor of gum. And there's actually a thread happening in our community forums where people are talking more about it and sharing information about that. So here's a link in case you're interested and you want to learn more. That's an added value. You can add maps to your retail locations. You can do any of these things where you're adding a little extra value. The customer may or may not choose to click on the link. It may or may not be important to them, but it shows to them that you're not just trying to get them to go away. You're answering the question and you're even adding a little bit more too. You can do this with, hey, you know, here's this flavor of gum. And also, if you're also interested, we also have mints or here's a place where you can get this. Here's a nearby movie theater, where after you go to the National Chewing Gum factory, and you have your tour, then you can go watch a movie afterwards, whatever is going to make their experience better and let them know that you care. The eighth of nine great social media responses is I like whatever it is too." what do I mean here, if your agent likes Star Wars, or likes emoticons, or likes some flavor of bubblegum, Whatever it is, if the customer says that they like this, allow your agents the latitude and the flexibility to be human and say, Hey, I like that too. If they like some football team or if they like a brand of coffee, go ahead and let your customers have a minute to banter back and forth and really have a personal experience with your customers. These are great ways. First of all, it helps the customer feel less at arms and and roaring mad, you have to make sure you do it at the right time, right? But let them do this. It helps make a connection with the customer. But I will warn, make sure that you are sincere when you're doing this. If the agent doesn't really like Star Wars and tries to say they like Star Wars, you can get in a situation where the the customer realizes that you're not being sincere, you want to be authentic with your customers, you want to only tell the truth. So if you don't like Star Wars, don't talk about Star Wars. But if it's brought up, and it's something that you like to go ahead and have a little conversation with the customer. And the ninth of nine great social media responses is this one. I'm so glad we could help, or I'm so glad we were able to resolve your issue. Don't forget this one. After you resolve a customer's issue, you hope that the customer will on their own come back publicly and say, I'm so glad that you helped me, thank you so much. But if they don't, even if you had to take a conversation private, use this as an opportunity to go back public and say, Thank you so much for giving us the opportunity to address your concern. We're so happy it worked out. Why? Why is this important? It's important because social media is a one-to-many arena. The customer came to you publicly on Facebook and said, RAR! And they were really mad at you. And then you whisk them away to a private room to have a conversation. The public who may have seen this interaction, they're like, What happened? Did they like take this person and you know, tape them up in a closet or something? How did they get them to stop talking about it and they can assume the worst. So you want to go back public and show that not only did you reach out and engage with this customer who had a complaint, but go back publicly and say thank you to the customer for giving you that opportunity to resolve the issue. It shows respect And then you can also just basically let the general public know that you were able to address the concern, whatever it was, you don't have to reveal anything personally identifiable, you don't have to betray any confidences or give private information, you just want to say, I'm so glad we were able to help you resolve this. Okay, those are nine great social media responses, there are many more out there, and some of them are situational. Hey, if you need more than this, you could use that 30-minute free coaching call that I've got out there and I can share more. I've got a million of them. Today's episode was brought to you by craftbeerclub.com. Good people drink good beer. Get the finest craft beers from America's best microbreweries delivered right to your door. They search out exceptional craft beers from around the country and then deliver the monthly beer club selections direct to you or your gift recipient's door. You can choose an ongoing Beer Club membership or Craft Beer Club gifts to ship monthly, every other month, or even quarterly. This is a fantastic gift for the craft beer enthusiast in your life. Give 1 to 12 shipments and receive up to 3 bonus gifts and an additional $25 bonus with your order. So, head on over to sociallysupportive.com and click the picture for craftbeerclub.com today to learn more. Okay, there you have it. Another episode on how to make sure that you are providing excellent customer support over digital and social customer care and make sure that your customers are, in fact, happy. Make sure you tune in tomorrow because we'll be talking about more digital and social customer care. Until then, and even after then, I am Frankie Soche. Thank you so much for tuning in and I'll catch you next time. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to Socially Supportive. Want more? Head on over to sociallysupportive.com to join the social pack and find the best tips, tricks, and technology to take your team from okay to outstanding in no time.